is the WHL This Week Radio Edition, presented by the Western Hockey League, the WHL Broadcast Partners, and Bauer Hockey. Here's your host, John Keane. And welcome to the show. The WHL Conference Championships hit the ice. It's Edmonton and Winnipeg in the East, Kamloops and Seattle in the West. We'll have a preview and a chat with the Oil Kings head coach Brad Lauer later on in the show. 2022 WHL Prospects Draft is in the books. It was a banner day for the 2007-born prospects across Western Canada and the U.S. In moments, a recap of the top five picks and a chat with first overall selection Gavin McKenna, who hails from Whitehorse in the Yukon. That is coming up. First up. Good morning and welcome to the 2022 WHL Prospects Draft. And with that, the second WHL Prospects Draft in five months was underway virtually for the 22 teams. Medicine had Tigers holding the first overall selection and did the expected director of player personnel, Bobby Fox, with the selection. With the number one overall pick, the Medicine Hat Tigers are proud to select from the Rink Academy uh, in Kelowna U18 team, Gavin McKenna. McKenna, the clear-cut number one among the 2007-born prospects, Tigers general manager Willie Desjardins. When we, we looked at Gavin, clearly, you know, being able to play up, uh, late birth to being able to play up, it's pretty incredible the numbers he put up. Uh, his vision is outstanding. The way he sees the ice, the way he can distribute the puck, both forehand and backhand, are, are certainly at an elite level. You know, I think he's a, a player that gets faster when he has the puck. Like, he's so good with the puck. So we're really exciting to, to be able to bring him in. And uh, I know for our fans, it's going to be an exciting time for our fans to, to see a player of this caliber. And Gavin McKenna is coming up on the show in moments. The second overall selection belonging to the Tri-City Americans. Americans Director of Player Personnel, Roy Stasiak. Tri-City Americans are proud and happy to select with the second pick overall in the 2022 draft from Calgary, Alberta, Edge Academy, born May 13th, 2007, left shot defenseman, Jackson Smith. He was a player that's just trended upwards all throughout the season. Uh, saw him early in the year. He was very good, continued to get better and better, more exciting, had an outstanding playoff in the CSS championships. His edge control, his quickness, uh, his ability to move the puck, his ability to move the puck up ice, see things that a lot of players don't see is incredible. And he's already got pro size at uh, six, two and three quarters. So we're really excited. We think we're building a solid defense to go with some really good forwards. And, uh, you know, we're on our way here. The Victoria Royals holding the third pick overall. Ed Fowler made the selection. With the third pick in the 2022 WHL prospect draft, the Victoria Royals are proud and grateful to select from Macklin, Saskatchewan, and the Northern Alberta Extreme U15 prep program, left shot center, Cole Reshney. We're very excited to be able to add a player of uh, Cole's caliber to our young group. Uh, you know, he projects as a number one centerman going forward. He's a dynamic offensive player, but even more impressive is his, his work ethic and, and his attention to detail on the defensive side. The Calgary Hitmen were up next. Gary Davidson with the selection. Calgary Hitmen are very pleased to select Reese Hamilton out of NAX and Whitewood, Saskatchewan. Reese Hamilton making it back-to-back Saskatchewan-born picks. Well, Reese checks all the boxes. Of what I think is a modern defenseman. He's got hands, feet, head. 
and uh, processes the game very well, can skate out of trouble, can move the puck exceptionally well. I think he's a top-pairing defenseman that will play all situations and log a lot of ice time for us in the future here. The Regina Pats rounding out the top five. Pats head scout Dale McMullen. The Regina Pats are proud to select fifth overall in the 220 draft, Cole Temple from Brandon Weekings. Temple adding to the long list of players coming out of Brandon. Well, Cole Temple we identified uh, early in the year. Um, he's a kid that uh, skates the way we want to skate. Um, great edges. He's got great hands. Good hockey mind. Um, makes plays. Makes uh, others around him better. In total, 240 players were selected by WHL member clubs, including 137 forwards, 78 defenders, and 25 goaltenders. A history was made in the 13th round as the Vancouver Giants used the 268th overall selection to call the name of defender Chloe Primerano, the first woman skater selected in any Canadian Hockey League selection draft. Primerano from North Vancouver skated in 30 games with the Burnaby Winter Club U15 prep team this past season, registering 19 points, 2 goals and 17 assists. Alberta led all provincial branches with 83 players selected. A total of 70 were chosen from B.C., with another 50 players coming from Saskatchewan. Manitoba saw 31 players selected. Thursday's proceedings saw six players from the United States, following on the heels of 44 American-born players taken in the 2022 WHL U.S. Priority Draft on Wednesday. This is the WHL This Week, presented by Bauer Hockey. Medicine Ad Tigers did as expected and selected forward Gavin McKenna out of the Rink Hockey Academy in Kelowna, but born up in Whitehorse in the Yukon, and he joins us here for WHL this week. Gavin, we speak a few hours after the draft is when we record this here. I'm sure it's been a, a crazy and an awesome day here for you and your family. Yeah, for sure. It's been, it's been awesome. It's been busy, but... I love it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we were talking off the air that this is about your fourth or fifth interview of the day here, so I guess uh, you're getting used to this sort of thing. <laughs> yeah, I do. All right, well, Gavin, let's talk about it. Uh, you are projected as the number one guy, uh, and you're coming to the Western Hockey League here. Uh, what was it about the WHL and the Medicine at Tigers that wanted you to be a part of it here in the future? Um, Just uh, there's been so many guys come out of the uh, WHL and uh, also the Medicine Hat Tigers have had lots of NHL stars. So um, also they've had Willie Desjardins, their coach, who's coached the uh, Vancouver Canucks, the Dallas Stars, the uh, World Junior teams. So he's obviously a good coach. So that just, yeah, that pretty much just influenced me. You have a pretty good coach or a big name coach there at uh, Rink Hockey Academy, don't you? Yeah, Byron Ritchie. Yeah, uh, I actually live with him. So, yeah, he's played in the NHL for about eight years, and now he's coaching my uh, RHA Kelowna team. And a standout former Lethbridge Hurricane as well. I have to throw that in in there for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, Gavin, let's talk about your hockey road. You've talked a lot about it today, but uh, you end up uh, in Kelowna after uh, playing your, your hockey as a youth in in Whitehorse. Uh, and, and there's a growing list, right, of players from, from the Yukon and from Whitehorse here. So tell me about your hockey journey that has landed you the first overall pick here uh, in the WHL Prospects draft. Um. Yeah, I played in... Uh... Whitehorse growing up until I was, um, I think, 
11, and then I moved to Kelowna to play for Rink here. Yeah, I played here last year, and then uh, uh, applied for sexual status for the U18 league here. So I played, and then I just played U18 here last year. It's an awesome year. It was fun. And then, yeah, now we're here. That's great. And uh, there's that, that list includes, you know, I think back to a former Kamloops Blazer, Captain Jared Dooling, which is well before your time. But one guy that would be right in your wheelhouse would be uh, Dylan Cousins. And that name's been brought up uh, a few times. He's playing for Canada right now at the World Hockey Championships. Uh, how much of, of an influence was he for you growing up and now uh, being the first overall selection? Yeah, he's been a big influence. I've heard his name a ton growing up. I uh, played with his younger brother growing up as well. Yeah, he's done. He's uh, he's done awesome in everything. The World Juniors, the NHL. Like, yeah, he's a huge influence. So, yeah, I'm gonna try to follow in his footsteps. Was that a big decision to come all the way south to Kelowna from from the Yukon? I'm sure you know that it's just not you know down the road. I mean, this is a it, it's a long journey here for you. Yeah, it, my one of my buddies from uh, Whitehorse uh, played here a year before I came down, so he kind of told me about it. Said it was really good, so I uh, just yeah, I just came down here. Let's talk about your game. You know, a lot of listeners uh, will never have will never have seen you play before, but they will soon. Uh, so tell us what makes uh, makes up your game, Gavin. Um, I'd say I'm a uh, playmaker who can play with at very high speed and can process the game very well, sees the ice very well, um, loves to win, is very competitive, and yeah, we'll we'll do whatever it takes to win, pretty much. Do you uh, look up to a, a certain NHL player or two? Probably uh, Nathan McKinnon off the Colorado Avalanche. Not a bad player, that's for sure. Uh, Gavin, uh, this <laughs> yeah. is this is the uh, summer now here, and you're in Kelowna. Uh, tell us what the summer will be like before you hit training camp there in the fall in Medicine Hat. I'm going to go home to Whitehorse early before the school year, I think like early June, and then... I will. Uh, I have a camp in Detroit, which I'm gonna go to, and then I have two camps here in Kelowna, and then over the summer I'll just be training with five times a week with my trainer, and then trying to get on the ice as much as I can. Well, congratulations, Gavin. Sounds like you have a busy schedule ahead of you, and I know everyone in Medicine and the WHL is excited for your uh, first game uh, in the league. Uh, again, congratulations on uh, the big day, and uh, we can't wait to see you on the ice. Thanks a lot. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for having me. You're listening to the WHL This Week Radio Edition. The Western Conference Championship Series will feature the Kamloops Blazers and the Seattle Thunderbirds. Blazers finishing off the Vancouver Giants back on Sunday night in six games. And that'll do it. The Kamloops Blazers are going back to the Western Conference Championship Series for the first time since 2013. They shut out the Giants 6-0 here at the Langley Event Center. And they are mobbing goaltender Dylan Garan after a fabulous effort to close out the series.
The Blazers will open the series on home ice Friday and Saturday night before the series then shifts to Kent Washington for games three and four. This after the Thunderbirds came all the way back from being down three games to one to win game seven in Portland to the end of the game Tuesday with Seattle broadcaster Tom Boyning. The horn sounds, their Seattle Thunderbirds are headed to the Western Conference Championship Series for the first time since 2017. They come from three games to one down in this series. They win the final three games. They move on to take on the Kamloops Blazers. The road team won five of the seven games in the series, ending Portland's season. Post-game, Winterhawks head coach and GM Mike Johnston. Anytime the year ends, it's very hard. Um, the 20-year-olds, for sure, are three 20-year-olds, Goche, uh, Clay Hannis, Jaden DeRoe. Clay Hannis, Jaden DeRoe have been here since 15-year-old kids. So it, it's tough. It, it really is tough. Um, it often doesn't hit home until tomorrow or the next day. Um, it doesn't really sink in that the season has ended because you're going at 100 miles an hour from September till now. Uh, but I feel for those guys. And there could be a couple 19-year-old players that will turn pro that may not be back as well. So it's, it's tough. Uh, their junior career goes by fast, and, and you get these kids when they're young kids, and uh, you're really proud of everything they accomplished. But looking at a Game 7, we asked them to go out there tonight and just give it everything they've got. And it's all about work and will and battles. And I thought they did everything they could to try and win the game tonight. Kansas Blazers and Seattle Thunderbirds haven't met in the WHL playoffs since 2000. That was 22 years ago. The franchises, though, have a hearty playoff history. In fact, they met each other seven times in the 1990s alone. From the drop of the puck to the Edge and Out Cup, this is the WHL This Week Radio Edition. Edmonton Oil Kings and the Winnipeg Ice in the Eastern Conference Championship Series, a series that, well, I guess you could say many predicted most of the year and especially solidified after the trade deadline. Brad Lowers, the head coach of the Oil Kings, uh, he joins us ahead of the series. Brad, it's been a it's been a great playoffs for you so far. Uh, you know, you've done it in the minimum, and we all know that uh, rest is pretty important. Uh, so it's nice, I'm sure, to have the first two series under your belt in the minimum eight games. Yeah, you know, obviously there was a lot of excitement after what the first or last two years have been like with obviously with COVID and not being able to play in playoffs. So um, it was really, it was pretty cool to see how excited the kids were, um, you know, that first round against Lethbridge uh, to get into playoff hockey. And uh, we were excited and nervous the first round. And I think we, we got better as that, that series went along. And then obviously we learned an awful lot from that first round into going into Red Deer and, um, I really like the way we played and competed against Red Deer. You finish off the series sweep, and uh, I think it was in the post-game recap where, where Carter Such, one of your veteran forwards, said something that sort of resonated with me. He said, rest is a, yeah. wep- uh, rest is a weapon, he said. And I'm not sure if that's a, a mantra you guys use in your room here, but, but how fitting is that when you, you look in these long best-of-seven playoff series? Well, I think it's important, especially for the, on our, you know, in our league, um, you know, the travel that could come with your rounds. And with your series, like for what we have coming up here in round three, I think, uh, you know, it's something we've talked about uh, with the travel uh, and the schedules during the course of the year that whenever you get an opportunity to get rest, you got to make sure you take advantage of it. Now, that's making sure you do the right things when you have that rest. And um, our guys have been understand the importance of those days off that we've given during the year. And 
uh, it's no different going in the playoffs. Um, we take advantage of situations that we can, and I think we had a great opportunity. Again, we had played two physical rounds with Leftbridge and, and Red Deer, and I think it was a great opportunity for our guys to get back, get somewhat healthy. I mean, no one's healthy this time of year, but um, it gave us, our group, a chance to get back to as close to 100% we can this time of year and, and then get ready and rested for, for this next round against uh, Winnipeg. Well, let's talk about the matchup. Uh, number one against number two seed. You'll you'll start on the road in the two three two series format. So that means you'll host yeah. games three four five uh, back at Edmonton here. But uh, I guess yeah. we've been anticipating this series, or maybe outsiders have been anticipating this series for a, for a long time now. And here it is. So uh, I mean, yeah. the matchup is set. It's going to be a great series. How do you see it going down? Yeah, I I, I think it's going to be a good series. I you know I think both teams are are very. Very comparable. I think uh, you know the games that we played against each other. They were they were very fast, very very quick, very intense, uh, very emotional. Um, you know the they're they're a deep hockey club. Uh, you know we're deep. We got some good depth. Uh, there's a lot of similarities between the two clubs. Um, you know they they've been able to score a lot of goals this year. They're, you know so it's going to be fun. I think it's going to be exciting. It's our guys are excited for it. Um, you know that's junior hockey. It's a lot of fun this time of year to be still playing. You were three and one in the four game season set. That included a win in Winnipeg, as well as a yeah. couple of wins at home. So, you have to yeah. be feeling, you know, pretty good that you've been able to at least win, you know, in Winnipeg because you'll need to do that uh, in this playoff series. Yeah, no, it's 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 uh, it was it, you know the season series was was good for us. I mean, obviously, um, every time we played, the matchup was one two again. You know the. Uh, the comparisons of the number one against number two, and it seemed to follow us through the whole, both teams through the whole year, uh, whenever we played each other, and uh, you know, brought a lot of, lot of emotion, a lot of intensity to the game, a lot of energy, and uh, you know, it's exciting, it was exciting, and you know, that our guys rose to the challenge. But in saying that, we also know the playoffs are a different, different animal, and uh, things ramp up a little bit more, and you know, a little bit more pressure. So. Um, you know, we could take some confidence out of that season series, but we also understand the important how, how it's going to be different too. We all know it takes twenty to win in the playoffs. Your whole roster, you're getting great mileage yeah. though out of your out of your top six forwards, and you know your back mm-hmm. end with with Caden Gooley, who you miss for most uh, well much of the uh, the second half of the regular season. Uh, yeah. But uh, your depth here, uh, it'll be tested. Van- yeah. uh, Winnipeg has has great depth too here. So, how important will the the depth side be here? You know, getting all four lines out and, and your six defensemen in this series. Yeah, for sure. The way the schedule is, obviously we're playing uh, Friday, Saturday there. Then obviously we're back here in Edmonton on, on on Monday already. So we're playing three and four nights. So these first three games will be be important. One, uh, you know, uh, especially teams staying out, you know, getting into penalty trouble or power, you know, going to power play, getting more minutes on, on guys will be, you know, will be interesting. And also, again, your your fourth line has to give you some good minutes and. Um, I think the first two rounds that we played, our guys have been able to do that for us. And, um, you know, we've got some more bodies back coming back for this round. So I hope it, it should make us a deeper, deeper four-line team going into round three. The one thing nice about finishing up a playoff series is you get a chance to, you know, see what else is going on uh, around the, the playoff pitcher, maybe even in the Western yeah. Conference. It's a luxury you don't really have if you're, you know, going to go six or seven games. So have you been keeping tabs of what's been going on? And there's only two teams left out West in Kamloops and Seattle. Yeah, no, we've watched. Uh, usually, we, we because just because of the time change, we've been able to. There's been a few times after we finished our games where we were able to put on uh, some of the games out there uh, and uh, watch Kamloops or or watch Portland, uh, watch the Vancouver series. 
Um, so we caught little bits and pieces of the game, and uh, we watched the last half of the game last night in Seattle and, and, and Portland, uh, Game 7, which was, uh, again, I thought it was, a, again, a real, real good series between those two teams. Well, it's all getting down here to the Final Four now, and uh, we got great series on both sides here in both the Eastern and Western Conference championship yeah. sets here. So, uh, Brad, appreciate you spending some time with us here on WHL this week, and, and good luck in that Eastern Conference championship against Winnipeg. Thanks, John. Appreciate it. Hey, that's the show. Thanks to our guests, Gavin McKenna and Brad Lauer. Enjoy the Eastern and Western Conference Championship Series. I'm John Keane. Thanks for listening. This has been a presentation of the Western Hockey League in cooperation with the WHL broadcast partners and Bauer Hockey.